Welcome, everybody, to the Extra Credit Show. I am Anselmo Moreno. And I'm Richard David. And we are back again with another podcast this week to help everybody master their credit and get the extra credit that you guys deserve. Good afternoon, Richard. How are you? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I'm, I'm debating on whether I, I'm, I'm okay or not okay. I think you're doing just fine. <laughs> you know, um, we've been we've been having a, a heck of a time here at the office, uh, really busy uh, with the start of the year, and so we've been behind on our on our episodes. But uh, we're making a strong effort to to bring them back on time for you guys. So thank you so much for bearing with us. Um, interestingly enough, um, our downloads just keep going up. Um, you know, which is pretty cool. I want to thank everybody who who all of our new listeners. Um, uh, that have joined our family recently we've been getting your emails and so we really appreciate you guys reaching out and giving us uh just some encouragement to get back on the microphone yeah uh we appreciate you remaining faithful uh even though we haven't put out any new content in a few weeks so uh, but here we are uh, about to fill your brains with some more knowledge or uh, just something for your enjoying pleasure absolutely guys and so you know you guys are going to have to share our show uh with everybody because while we were gone, <laughs> while we were not publishing episodes, we had some of our best downloads. Uh, January 22nd was our, our, like, it broke all records that we've ever had on single most downloads in one day. Hmm. And we did not publish an episode uh, on January 22nd. Um, so that is pretty cool. Um, I'm very, very happy about that. Um, and obviously just the last 30 days have been our most downloaded month ever since we started doing the show. So um, don't make us not do episodes in order to download the show. Um, but we know. Because then we'll be gone forever. In all seriousness, guys, share the show. Uh, you know, we, we have uh, almost 50 episodes. Um, and I know that every episode somebody can relate to uh, because we, we really do give it all uh, away, guys. I mean, some of the emails that we get, people have mentioned that like, I can't believe you're giving away this information for free. We're like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, man. Just give it away. We just give it away. You know, and it's just because in this day and age, um, information is, is, it's the information age. And information is readily at the fingertips of people. But this type of specialty information with, with our kind of experience is not that readily available. No. And so what happens is you get misinformation. And that's where the credit myths come from. And, you know, you may think you understand something but the nuances of credit repair are very important to determine how you're going to approach something. You know, I mean, people ask the same question all the time and the answer all the time is it depends. You know, do you pay an account in full or do you settle it? Right. And it's, it's simple questions like that can be yes for some people and no for others. So it's important that you look at each individual situation before you answer that. Yes. Be, be careful. I mean, just recently myself, I think within the last week, I, I went and just started searching you know, credit repair advice, just to see what was out there. And there's videos all over, left and right, and every single one of those individuals tells you something different. So it's hard to navigate what's truth and what's not truth. Um, you know, we aren't just another run-of-the-mill, you know, guy off the street just basically regurgitating information we read. We, we're ex-bill collectors, you know, we're, we're, we're ex-account executives. We, we've been in the industry from the inside out, so we know not only the, the knowledge, but the practices. And, and so we're able to give you information that most people aren't going to be able or willing to share with you. Not just that, but we do it every day for people. You every know? day. So this um, has been our profession for 13 years. So 
we see it all. <laughs> and, and we understand what kind of risks to take when we don't take risk and, you know, what buttons to push. Like this is this is what we do. So, you know, jumping in and opening up for for 2019, I think our, this year um, and, you know, moving forward, we're going to we're going to continue to share our experiences with you guys. And so uh, before we started recording, before we, we hit the record button on this show right now or this episode, we were discussing uh, just how difficult it's been lately to deal with creditors. Um, it's just been tough. You know, we uh, part of our practice is we deal with with debt collectors and try to negotiate settlements on behalf of our clients. And this time of year, uh, because everybody's receiving tax refunds, we, we tend to be wow. significantly busier than others. Not everybody, but a lot of fortunate individuals are receiving tax refunds. And those that want to put those funds to good use and maybe want to restore their credit or prepare their credit to buy a house sometime this year, you know, they come see us so we can negotiate their accounts or just for guidance. And if part of that guidance includes negotiating accounts, we figure things out for them. And so we've been, you know, dealing with all the the big debt collectors for for forever now. But lately, uh, they've just been difficult to deal with, you know, and I'm looking at you, Midland and you know, <laughs> LVNV funding and, and Resurgent all, Capital. Yeah. Like uh, we used to consistently get. 40% settlements with them. And now they're just not budging from 60. It seems like they've really standardized their, their, their negotiation acceptance. I'm not, I'm not sure, but, uh, have you experienced the same? I, I've seen an uptick of hard, just straight hard nose, but the, the lower percentages are still available. You just, you have to work extra hard for it. You don't get it all the time. Um, and yes, I've seen I've seen an upswing of just straight up no's. This is it, sixty cents. It's the lowest I'll get it. Yeah, and that, that's always tough because if we don't have time to continue to negotiate, we may have to take that offer, you know. And and so that's why it's important that you begin to plan your credit repair process because the more time that you have to negotiate, the better likely that that you're going to get that good deal. And it and it goes to what you said earlier. You know, it all depends. One consumer, 60, per, 60 cents on the dollar might be right for them. It's like, okay, let's just get it done right now. I'm good. Another consumer can't afford it. Or another consumer has all the time in the world. Yeah. And so 60 cents isn't worth it. So as a good example, if, you, if you're going to, if you need to buy a house in the next two, three months, right, you're not going to have that much time to negotiate something better than a 60%, right? That might be the first thing you got to accept because what's it's more important to buy the house than to get an extra 20% off. And so in that situation, you're not in the best position to negotiate versus a consumer who does not need to buy in the next two months, but maybe they need to buy at the end of the year, mm. all right, or maybe in the next 10 to 12 months. Well, they have a lot more time to negotiate and and get and say tell the creditor no several times before the creditor lowers their threshold. Or even not just negotiate. They could just be patient. They can actually just stop all negotiation talks and then come back six months and see if they're willing to to talk to them freshly. That's my favorite tactic. Yeah. You know, it's just like we we don't, if you don't accept it, then we'll move on and spend the money somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And if you ever want to accept the offer, call us, you mm -hmm. know, and, and we don't, we're not going to be calling them, asking them to accept our offer. We have money, they want money, you know, and that's how, that's how it is. But when you have time to negotiate, you're able to take that stance, you're mm -hmm. able to take that attitude. Uh, but more importantly, you know, understanding that it's 2019, um, it's extremely important to know that debts from 2012 go away this year. Yes, know? sir. And then if you're planning a credit repair journey or process, and that process is going to go till 2020, well, it's important to understand that in 2020, debts from 2013 will go away. Anything, anything uh, 
particular or special happened in 2012? Barack got reelected. Okay. Well, not everybody would consider uh, that special. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. The world didn't end. It was supposed to. It didn't end in 2012. That's right. That's um, right. So, so yeah, guys, we're we're still alive. We still exist from that time, and uh, whatever debts you had from that time, they they will no longer exist. Yes, <laughs> at, uh, at least on the credit reports. Very well said. So, but you know, it, it's it's important. For example, if you're going to buy a house and you're planning to buy a house in 2020, mm -hmm. and you look at your credit report and you see cre and you see debts that you stopped paying for in 2013. Mm -hmm. Well, those go away in 2020. So you want to be careful paying six-year-old debts because you may not need to. They may just go away because of the seven-year statute and you you may be spending money on accounts you shouldn't be spending money on. Um, so it's important to understand those details. And we've had several episodes where we talk about the statute of limitations. Um, but just obviously, this is important for you guys to continue to understand that. That that actually happened to me today. One of our clients came in. I won't name the client, obviously, for privacy reasons, but he just came today. And we actually have been calling a lot of the collectors directly because they have not been sending itemizations. And after talking to several of the collectors, most of his debts are from 2012. Beautiful. Uh, uh, June of 2012, July of 2012, October of 2012. I straight up told them, wait it out. It's not worth your time. It's not worth your money. Save them thousands. I mean, literally, uh, one, one bill alone was a medical bill for 40K. Like, wow. Like, it's not even worth negotiating. You know, even if you can get away with like 5K, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Save your money. Next year, you're good to go. I mean, for 40,000, I'm. That's I'm just one sure, of them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody would wait one more year to yeah. save 40,000. Exactly. You know, you know so. it's just so. So what you're saying is extremely relevant because it's happening today. Yeah. But, you know, it doesn't always work out that way. Um, part of the uptick that we've seen with with companies being difficult to settle with mm -hmm. is we've also seen an uptick in them just suing people. You know? Yes. And then if they did sue you, then they're extremely difficult to settle with. They just flat 85 out cents. Um, you know, 85 percent on a bigger debt because now they've added on court costs and attorney's fees. Mm -hmm. So you guys want to be very careful. So here's the rule of thumb. You know, here's like details. If you have an account that's like $1,500 or more mm -hmm. that is less than four years old from the last time you paid for it. If you live in California, other states that, that year, those, that number might be different. Mm -hmm. um, you might get sued. And if you get sued, then the statute of limitations no longer applies because judgments in California are 10 years as you are in most states, but you, you know, check with your state because it might be a different number. But in California, they can get renewed every 10 years indefinitely. There yeah. is no limit to the number of times that judgment can be renewed. So that's a really big problem, guys, because as a good example, let's just say you stop paying your, mm -hmm. I don't know, your Citibank credit card and you owe them two grand. Mm -hmm. If they sue you, you know, you're not gonna owe them two grand anymore. You might owe them three mm -hmm. um, or 2,500 to 3,000. And then now it's gonna be a judgment and mm -hmm. they're going to be able to garnish your wages and live in your bank account. And Place I can't, lanes on your property? I can't tell you the amount of times that we get a new client who comes in with a court document, you know, that they've been summoned and that they basically were... Three summoned. and a half weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> and so they're like, hey, I need help. Can you fix this? I was like, well, it's yeah. kind of late. You're in the... You've been sued already. Um, Do you, you have money? <laughs> you want to be extremely careful. Uh, I just... A good example. I had a consultation last week. And she probably owed 17000 in debt. All credit cards that were passed due in collections. Like mm -hmm. she went through a tough separation and everything just went to collections. And we were looking at it and I said, listen, um, 
all these bills go away in 2023, mm-hmm. you know. So you're either going to wait till 2023 and these all go away or you're going to file bankruptcy now or you're going to pay them all right now. Like we're going to settle and I could settle those 17 for like seven. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, no, I don't, I don't mind waiting till 2023. And I was kind of shocked. I normally don't hear that. Mm-hmm. But she said, I already have my house, so I don't oh, need okay. to get a house. I already have a car. I don't need to buy a new car. So waiting three, four years is not really a big deal. So thanks. And I was just like, okay, but these two bills, are go- they're very likely going to sue you. Um, so you, if I was you, you might want to consider settling these two bills because both of these, that one was like seven grand and one was like two. And um, if they know you have property, very likely they're going to sue and, you and, one of them was with Midland, and one of them was por- with Portfolio Recovery. Both of those companies so, sue like crazy. I know, and so that's what's like, it, all these other ones are 500, 800, 900, those are, those are fine, you wait them out. But these two, if you if you wait, they might sue you, and I, was, I guess you can settle when you get sued, but you're gonna get a better deal if you settle now before you get sued. You know? okay. And she actually took my advice, and she said, fine, let's settle those, I don't wanna be, I want to sleep well at night knowing that no one's going to sue me. So let's handle those and we'll wait out on the other ones. And that's a perfectly legitimate decision to make. Yes. She was armed with the information. She understood that she needed to wait till 2023. She had no problem with that. She had no need for her credit between now and then. She had more pressing issues financially to deal with. So she said, I will wait. And thank you so much for telling me that. Because she was considering paying them all because she felt she had no other option. I was like, well, technically, if you wait, you don't have to pay. And she's like, I'd be happy to wait. So I was like, great. And and those types of decisions are the types of decisions that we help people make all of the time. But it's just you got to have the right information. And that decision might not be right for everybody. Somebody else might be like, heck, no, I'm not waiting till 2023. I'm living with my in-laws right now. I need to get out yesterday. Yeah. And so that person may have made the decision to settle everybody now. You know, how much? How much are you willing to pay to move out of your mom mother-in-law's house? <laughs> uh, some people m- might pay whatever it takes. Yes. So, so no, absolutely. I, and I totally agree with you. You know, it's a case-by-case scenario. Or you, you just don't know what the situation, financial situation, uh, personal situation of every individual is. And so, you know, we have to tell them the information, but based on how it's going to affect them. Yep, absolutely. And I think that after doing it for 13 years, we've figured out a way to explain it to people in a way that they can understand, you know, explaining it in simple, plain English. Um, And people really appreciate that. And I think that's why the show has been doing so well is because we really try to just break things down and explain them in plain language for everybody to just understand. And even if it doesn't apply to you, you know, you're able to assimilate the information and hopefully share it, you know, with everybody that you know. So... Um, if you've been listening to the show now for a while, you know that we have a free credit repair uh, listener that we're working on. And mm-hmm. Joy has been uh, such a joy. She's been diligent and and getting and being in touch with us, and her score is moving. So we want to provide you guys a quick update for that. Uh, Richard, you took a look at her at her uh, credit karma actually, and what yeah. was she before and what is she now? Well, when we started submitting the disputes for her, um, her score was a five fifty two Vantage for TransUnion and a 558 Vantage for Equifax. Um, this was January 11th, so it's been one month and three days. Technically right now it's February 14th, so, as of the date of this recording. Okay, so as of right now, her TransUnion is 610, so it's moved up 58 points, and her Equifax is a 613, so it's moved up 55 points. 
uh, in a month and three days, um, which is great progress. Uh, obviously, we're, we're going to uh, be performing more work for her. This is just the beginning, guys. Um, and uh, she's actually contacted us recently that she's turning in some documents that she's received from the creditors and credit bureaus so that we can do some more follow-up and help her some more. So guys, um, this is just a quick update. You know, we're really going to break her credit report down uh, on a future episode, but we're definitely moving the file. Um, and you know what? The, the, the improvement is great. She's moved up a significant amount of points, uh, but she's nowhere near where we want her to be. And the goal for Joy is to buy her home, qualify for a mortgage. And so she's definitely not there yet. Uh, but we're going to continue to work that case and provide you guys updates, detailed updates. Um, but oh. just wanted to let you guys know that that is definitely something still in the works. So keep tuning in. Yeah. So once once uh, she actually just texted me earlier today, once we receive the documents with all the detailed uh, investigation results, we'll be able to provide you uh, a better, uh, I guess we'll call it uh, just assessment of where the file stands. Absolutely. And then we'll get her back on the show, too. Oh, yeah. You know, um, we had her on the show for when we introduced her. We want to get her back on the show to, to see how she's doing. So very, very cool. Um, that's about it for this week's show. Um, you know, thank you guys for, for listening. Thank you guys all for the warm emails and reach out to us with any questions, any particular topics you want us to cover, any questions that you have there. Nothing is off limit. So send it in. We'll be happy to discuss and share our experience on the credit side. Yes. Um, <laughs> can you say that she's joy to the world? She will be. She'll be joy to all of our listeners. Yes. Um, <laughs> All right, so. guys. Well, uh, that's enough for me. <laughs> um, have, have a good rest of your day. Uh, keep listening to us and uh, we'll see you next week. That's right, guys. Thanks again. This is Anselmo. And this is Richard. See you guys later.